Now playing comes a podcast from two brothers. My name is Christian Durand. And I'm Pedro Durand. About the movies that raised them. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? From the laugh out loud comedies to the explosive 90s action flicks. Welcome to Earth. The heartwarming animated classics to the tear jerking Oscar bait dramas. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And now, grab your popcorn, sit back, and enjoy the Duran Brothers Movie Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Duran Brothers Movie Podcast. My name is Christian Duran. With me is... Pedro Duran. We're the Duran Brothers. Every week we come on here to talk about the movies that raised us. Yes. The movies, the VC, VHS movies that uh, you recorded from NBC, CBS, Fox back in the day. ABC. Oh, and you say played ABC. them on yeah. ABC. No need to dismiss ABC. The ABC Saturday Night Movie. Was that the one? I think Paul Thomas Anderson's dad was like the voice of one of those. Oh, really? Uh, he, yeah, he might have been the cbs or abc i don't remember which one but mm. he's the voice of the because they used to be like the abc saturday night movie disclosure and, you know, like <laughs> back to the, yeah exactly disclosure <laughs> but you just off air we just uh, you just said r.i.p jerry springer oh yeah yeah did you ever see ringmaster yeah of course i did <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was actually kind of good yeah dude. yeah i was looking for clips this morning of it because even though, you know, Jerry Springer was, um, he's kind of dubbed like the king of trash TV yeah. and all that. Um, I, that. I mean, honestly, that quality, it's its good. People ate that shit up. And then Ringmaster came. That just shows how popular he was, right? Yeah. That Ringmaster yeah. came out and introduced the world to Jamie Presley. So, and I think Michael John yeah. White's in that movie too. He, I think he is. Um, the thing about... The thing that's interesting about Jerry Springer is that like this wasn't like he was symbolic of the time in that like he was just giving people what they wanted to see. Yeah. Like people just wanted to see this crazy ass trash like, you know, I'm cheating on you with a midget. Like <laughs> yeah. and then they fight, right? Yeah. Like that's what people wanted to see. If you like look at that era and you look at like pro wrestling, it was like the same thing. It was yeah, like yeah. as crazy and like, I don't know, man. Just that that era of like that's when Limp Biscuit was starting. Yeah, that's when the Attitude Era uh, era of WWE. Yeah. And I think Jerry Springer is in the Hall of Fame of WWE. Is he? I th- I think so. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> like he came on a bunch of times. Yeah, he's he should be if he's not. For if nothing else, like he literally like his show influenced their programming. Yeah, and, like basically. You know they owe him a huge debt because he made it. They made a ton of money off of him. Um, but yeah, Ringmaster is this like, I mean, that was the time where like if anything became big, like they just made a movie out of it. Like at some point, you're just gonna get your own movie. They'll just write something for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the the sh- the movie was about like it was kind of interesting in that it was like it was about the family that goes on Jerry Springer. The I forgot what happened, but the the daughter was doing so i think was like having sex with the mom's husband or boyfriend she like the mom is feeling like old and like kind of you know 
unloved or whatever. Oh and then yeah. She, so yeah. she she so she like goes over sleeps to with Jamie, Jamie Presley's, Presley's trailer husband yeah. Or boyfriend yeah yeah and then they all like and then Jamie Presley like tells the story and they all get to go to like the Jerry Springer show and mm-hmm. you know they get to fly to New York or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, Connecticut actually it's in Stanford Connecticut it's oh. like I see anytime I go to Stanford I like see the studio where they film and um, or where they used to film I think they st- they do like Steve Wilkos or whatever they go to the show. And then there's like another couple, with, mm-hmm. which is like Michael Jai White and his girlfriend. Um, girlfriend. Yeah. He's so Michael Jai is cheating with two of his girlfriend's friends. Yeah. yeah. And then when they all get to the show, then Michael Jai, I remember Michael Jai White hooks White. up with Jimmy Presley. Jimmy Presley. So yeah. then it makes Michael Jai's Michael Jai White's girlfriend and her friends pissed off at my yeah. why now they're all now they're all fighting <laughs> yeah yeah and then the mom feels like jealous or whatever so she tries to hook up with michael jai white and he's like trying to politely like you yeah. don't want to do this lady yeah yeah and then she feels like sad and like she feels like she's old it's actually like weirdly emotional yeah kind of good and yeah. then jerry springer's in it but jerry springer is basically like doing like they're basically like he's doing like these little asides backstage yeah like it's almost like a larry sanders show like all the jerry springer stuff is like him with his producers and jerry's like constantly like under stress of like oh my god these people are so crazy why do i have to do this show and then they just hand him more money and he's like all right (laughs) yeah i forgot i don't remember how it ends it's basically the mom and the the daughter basically like get together and are like i forgive you i forgive you and then they all go back to the trailer park. Yeah, and live happily ever after. Yeah. So. I always remember that movie. That movie got played on um, HBO Cinemax. Yeah. yeah. Cinemax yep, Afternight. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. You know, it was one yeah, that was I, not I, bad. Um, I was, I was, I, I, far, fuck, I, for, I forgot how I came up. Uh, um, I was thinking about it this week. I don't know if you remember. Uh, I was looking at stuff, and then this came across, and it's actually free on YouTube, and I'm gonna watch it. I mean, I, I'm gonna waste two hours of my life. But remember, Freaked? Oh yeah, I don't like that movie at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, I always found that movie just disturbing. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is really kind of trash. Like it is really, yeah. really bad. So, yeah, that was like a weird one. That was like, it was like. Almost like a uh, remake of um, Freaks, like yeah. the old nineteen thirty movie. movie. Yeah, black and white. So film. it's Alex Winter. Yeah, yeah. And Mr. T's in it, playing yeah. like the bearded lady. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's so weird. Randy and Quaid. Brooke Shields is in it. William I Sadler. This. Yeah. So basically, um, yeah, Randy Quaid is like this weird freak scientist, and then he like captures all these people and then turns them into freaks. Yeah, like sideshow side performers show. Yeah. and then keeps them, um, you know, against their will to participate in his sideshow. And it's Alex yeah. Winter and I forget who the girl is, but I think that because Alex Winter, he plays um, like he's a child star or something. And yeah. um, his career is kind of like, you know, shitty and all that. Anyway, he he, he gets mixed up uh, with some with some girl. um who I think I think Megan Ward is the actress that plays, but you know how it is. They hate each other, and then they get yeah. doused with some like green ooze, and now they're Siamese twins. And like yeah. the running joke is, 
of course, like Alex Winter's like, oh, I have tits. So he grabs her tits and she's like, no, don't touch that. And then, yeah, you know, they hate each other and stuff. Um, there's like a, a, a legit like dog boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a cowboy who's a, a basically yeah. a humanized cow. Um, yeah. I remember there was um, someone like, I remember there was a sock pu- puppet, but he, the sock puppet's like alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the trailer right now and trying to remember all this stuff. Yeah. It's really weird. And the thing about it is that the, the, I don't know about effects, but the costumes are so well done that it's really disturbing. Yeah. Like the costumes are actually very good in that. Like you're like, Ugh, they like, they really do look like freaks. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the sense of humor is very like vomity kind of sense of humor. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, like there's a lot of vomit. I remember it. Yeah, I just remember always watching and being like very disturbed by it. Yeah, and, and I remember the the end, like the third act, like he gets someone gets oozed on, and then it just turns into like total claymation. Um, oh right, yeah. And then I was like, I don't, I, You're I like, can't. Okay, guys. I'm out of this. Yeah. All right, 1993. Pretty early. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a weird one, man. I'm looking at his Brooke Shields is in it. Yeah. I don't know what she, I don't remember what she she's probably just a cameo or something because I a don't remember exactly. Or something, looks like yeah, I don't remember exactly what she did back then, what she was doing in that movie. Yeah, that's one of those. And Alex Winter directed it. Oh, really? Or he oh. cover he. It was written by Tim Burns, Tom Stern, and Alex Winter. Directed by Tom Stern and Alex Winter. So this was his like. This must have been. This is ninety three. So this is like definitely like right after. Bill and, Bill and Ted, Ted right? Uh, yeah. When's the first Bill and Ted? It's probably it's probably like so eighty something. 80. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Bill and Ted two is ninety one, and Freaked is right after Bill and Ted two. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen all of Bill either. Bill and Ted. Not that first one. No, no. It's just one of those. I remember seeing bits of it. Yeah. And. Kind of want always wanted to see it, but not really. Like I just, I don't know. I always remember the part where Keanu Reeves is holding a sword, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what this movie is. <laughs> Actually, I will I defend it. Idea. It's pretty good. It's pretty just, yeah. It's dumb and fun. I mean, it's and it's really simple too. It's dumb and fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know the plot, right? Basically, I mean, I, I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I don't really know if they, um, it's like, um, do where's my car? It's because yeah. I remember, dude, where's my car? I was like, are they meant to be stoners? Because they they don't you don't see them like smoking weed or anything like that, right? Yeah. But it's Bill and Ted. They're underachievers, and I think they're like they're gonna fail high school if they don't pass like the big final project, their yeah. history project. So for whatever reason, um, George Carlin from the future comes back and says, Bill and Ted, you guys are actually like your music. Wild Stallions, your band, Wild Stallions, actually uh, changes society for the better. So I have mm-hmm. to come back and help you pass your history exam. Here's a telephone, time machine telephone booth. Take it, collect f- famous historical figures, and use them to help you to learn um, with your final exam. And then obviously they bring them to modern day uh or like the eighties, modern day time. Yeah. And then they just get lost. So that's like the second act. So they gotta like collect oh, okay, them. Yeah. Yeah. So for instance, like yeah. Napoleon goes to a um a water park, 
Um, Jonah Ark gets caught up in some fitness thing. Uh, what did mm-hmm. Billy the Kid? I think he goes into like an arcade or something with like a shooting machine. Um, so that's like the second act. And then the third act is like race against time to get him to the stage where the final exam is. And then yeah, they 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 pass the exam and that's it. Yeah, and I think there's a possible sequel setup because I think like George Carlin comes back at the end and goes, you you know, like Daisy and, and Super your Mario kids. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> you won't it's believe your kids, this. Marty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Oh, do we, we already talked about the Super Mario Brothers movie. The Did old we? one. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, a, a little bit. bit. Yeah. Just basically talking about because I remember I was saying that that was the first movie I saw on bootleg. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean the new one's doing amazing. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? I've seen it. It's it's no. it's fun. I mean, like I said, I was telling somebody it's for kids. It is for kids, and that's yeah. fine. You know, because but that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, because I thought maybe they'll have a little bit something for the adults, like maybe a Shrek where there's like adult jokes and stuff or yeah. something. But no, it really is for kids. The plot, even the plot, I was watching. And I was like, there's a lot of like plot holes in this. But I was like, you know what? Oh yeah, like kids don't give a shit about that, <laughs> you know. Not really. So, no. but the animation's incredible. It's like it really, really looks good. Um, there's some fun stuff in it. Like you know, one scene they go into the sewers, like the, the sewers of Brooklyn, and then the soundtrack yeah. changes to do 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 do. You know, or um, um, they'll put references to other games, like they eat at Punch Out Pizza. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then cool. like on, you know how like pizzerias in, in New York, they'll have famous celebrities. So on the, in the, in the portraits are all the punch out characters. Oh um, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. The original jump man's in there. Um, makes a cameo in the movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun and animation is good. And then of course the big thing that's big pop culture thing is, have you heard that Jack Black song? I haven't heard it, but I've I've heard about it. Yeah, it's um, yeah. it's catchy, man. It's it's it is super catchy. <laughs> Even after I left, I was like, that is super catchy. But the yeah. thing is, it's Jack Black doing Tenacious D, and like he does, yeah. he, he's that's he, what he does. Yeah, that's yeah, what he yeah. does. So, um, and then I saw this an article that says it's gonna, it's you know, it it, uh, it could be nominated for best song best original song in the oscars i was like i don't think so <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> it's the academy awards don't forget you know these are kind of like uh you know want to be ritzy kind of people so yeah so i don't think it's gonna be nominated for that but it is fun it is an earworm i would agree to that um and if you have kids watch it but if you are an older millennial like i am and you're expecting it to cater to you you're going to be highly disappointed so oh, no no well <laughs> well i mean you know these movies are for kids and they're supposed to be for yeah. kids so it's like i don't know these people don't want star wars it's kind of like what i think about sometimes like with star wars and like even like you know pro wrestling like has the fans are like all older now yeah and it's like with star wars the fans are all older now they're like we're star wars for 40 year old like they're not making star wars for 40 year old people yeah. I mean, like they kind of are, but like they shouldn't be. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like when Phantom Menace came out, and the forty-year-olds were like, "What the hell is this?" I I don't know, man. I was uh, when did that movie nineteen ninety nine? I yeah. was like thirteen, I guess. 
that was perfect. It hit the spot for me, man. I remember yeah. going to see Phantom Menace and being like, that was amazing. That was awesome. Everything I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and it was only later that, that I found out that it sucked. <laughs> like the internet had to tell me that it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess not. I guess it wasn't that good. Yeah. And then Attack of the Clones came out. I was like, that was tight. Yeah. And then the internet had to tell me that it sucked. And I was like, yeah, yeah I guess it sucked. Yeah, yeah. And then the third one came out and I was like, yeah, I guess that was all right. <laughs> but I was jaded by then. Yeah. Well, it, it seems like those Star Wars films, it's always, it's going to be almost like for every generation now, you know? Yeah. It's almost like Harry Potter. I was talking to somebody and she's a big Harry Potter fan. And she was like, oh, those are classic movies. And I was like, yeah, they're going to reboot them. You know that? They're like, no, they can't reboot them. And I was like, are you serious? They will. <laughs> Warner Brothers yeah. will reboot them with new actors and new, like, but they, yeah. but, they, but why would they do that? I was like, the same reason Money? they have. Eight, the same reason they made Batman. it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to make money, you know. So, uh, so it's that. And then with, for that person, it's that person's gonna watch those uh, rebooted Harry Potter's and be like, "Oh, it's not as good as the original ones." I was like, "Yeah, of it's course, because yeah. you were a kid and you were a lot more impressionable yeah. back then." But yeah, um, well, they are rebooting it. They're yeah, it's, yeah. they're they're making a TV series instead. Oh, like one really? season. I, yeah, one season on each book, which is like the smartest thing ever. Yeah, you you make money off Harry Potter for eight years, basically. Yeah. Who is Warner? I guess those Warner the same Brothers league. was what same under league. HBO or HBO is under Warner Brothers. Uh, HBO is under Warner Brothers. Oh, so it'd be on HBO Discovery, Go. Time Warner Discovery. Okay, if that's still a thing. Um, yeah, but that's like it is what it is. It's like Ninja Turtles. It's like mm. the first Ninja Turtles is like I love the first Ninja Turtles. And then, like, you look at the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles, and you're like, ugh. Mm. But that's some kids' Ninja Turtles, man. Yeah. That's what that's what they're going to like. Yeah. I didn't mind this that is, second one, Out of the Shadows. Uh, I think I saw it on a plane, but I don't remember it. Yeah. I didn't yeah. mind it. Because at first, Michael Bay one was too serious. It was too, like, gritty and grime. Yeah. And then the second one was like, okay. They put Rocksteady and Bebop. No, not even that. And Krang's in it. But it was just like let's be a fucking oh, yeah. a, a cartoon like let's be silly yeah. and i was like all right that's all right. as long as you guys know you're being you know stupid like that's okay yeah so and like they go to brazil for some of the amazon and it's kind of like why, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but sure why not so okay yeah i mean we had vanilla ice in our sequel and it yeah. was like that was great man yeah, yeah that's yeah. all you needed Nobody questioned that, by the way. Like what? when you watch it, you're like, "Yeah, of course, Vanilla Ice is in this." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm uh, I I'm love, eight years old. Like, who cares? I love how a Vanilla Ice like just didn't stop the show. Show, and he knew they were like Ninja Turtles too. Like he knew he the concept. He completely got their whole origin story yeah. just by looking at them. Yeah, and is the greatest freestyle ever yeah <laughs> he's the greatest greatest freestyle rapper of all time yeah. because he didn't stop the show and say hey man what the fuck oh hey yeah. god the show must go on and he didn't do a freestyle uh monsters monsters everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't wasn't particularly perturbed by the fighting all no. the other monsters he's just like this is cool my favorite is that guy who's like i know you're gonna say call the police oh no okay. and then he's like it's the police. He's like, what are you doing? They like it. They like it. It's, it's okay. Right. They like, they like it. it. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> that's joke. My favorite guy. I like that one guy who's like, I guess apparently this is like maybe his second time at that venue. So the, maybe the yeah. first time like 
MC Hammer performer or something, and they had yeah. good drinks. Now this is his second time, and he's bringing his day, and he goes, "Whoa, yeah. I love this place! This place!" He's like, "Would you look at those costumes? Yeah, I love this place!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. How sad he comes the third, that, like he comes next week, and he's like, "Yo, this is gonna yeah. be fucking wild, <laughs> Yo, man! You gotta go. <laughs> this shit is lit. Yeah, you gotta go. He brings a bunch you of gotta people. gotta go." He brings a bunch of people. It's like, I don't know. It's like Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> they're, just like, they're just playing songs. Johnny Camp. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, they had, some, uh, they had some fucking costumes and everything. Oh, man. Some ooze shit. You know, the crazy thing about the first one and the second one is there, like, the first one came out in 1990. The second one came out in 1991. That's like. So immediately after immediately after like they spent like three they're like they waited three months and we're like all right we need a script yeah i just saw i actually just saw the um the deleted scene have you seen the deleted alternate ending for ninja turtles one no i just saw that the other day okay um so there's yeah it's on youtube i'll send it to you but okay the deleted scene is basically and it's funny because they didn't like preserve this at all. Like it's not, it just looks real grainy and bad. Yeah. Um, uh, Remember so that first movie like, is like an independent movie. I know. Yeah. Crazy, right? Um, yeah, I know. But um, so basically it's like they do, you see the final thing where he's like, I made a funny ha, 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 okay. instead of like the, you know, holding ha, 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 freeze frame. Yes. It cuts to April and Danny. Um, the kid. Yeah, and they have sex, uh, uh, and they're in like some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like a very inappropriate sex scene. No, they're in like the office of some guy, and he's just like, hmm, hmm. And there's a window behind him, and they're sitting on his couch. Don't just tell like me waiting for his response. Yeah, and he's like, hmm. This sounds like a great plot yeah. for a movie. No, he's like, ah, I just. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think it could work as a comic book. It just seems I, too far fetched. Yeah, I and saw the that. Turtles come. are outside the window, and they're like, oh, and, then, and then April and Danny start laughing at the guy, and he's like, huh? and then Michelangelo goes, too far fetched, and then that's it. Wow. <laughs> it's so very, they ended it the same way the Entourage movie ended. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Yeah, the Entourage right. movie. Do you remember that? Is that how it ended? No, yeah. I don't remember that yeah, at all. Yeah, they ended the Entourage movie just like that in the same way. There was a wedding. Uh, e gets married to, uh, I forget, Amir. I forget the act. I forget her name on yeah, the show. Yeah. And then they're at the wedding. Yeah. And then something, something turtle is the one that says that he goes, you know, this life is crazy. It would be crazy if we were, uh, wouldn't it be a good, a good idea for a movie? And then I think Ari says, a movie. No, I think Vince, Vinny Chase says, a movie? Nah. A show, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And then uh. I think it freeze frames. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh. Freeze frames of them like getting on a jet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh. And then there's another, there's a, a after credit scene, if you actually believe it, because I think they were trying to set up the Ari show, but I don't think that ever happened. Yeah. As that was the thing talking. about that show that like, bump, that, not bummed me out, but just was like, whenever they... I don't know what the decision was. I guess Ari was just like such a popular character that they like, we, we need more Ari. He's mm-hmm. testing. Well, we got to yeah. put more Ari, but like, okay, you can do that. But the problem is with him is like, he's so great in small doses 
And he's also like this character that just comes in and like shouts and says all this crazy stuff Mm -hmm. that you don't want him to have a wife and kids and stuff. Like you don't want him to like, you want him to be like kind of like evil. How do, how do they put it? They always put it like, I think in like D and D terms, it's like chaotic good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chaotic. What are the things? Chaotic good, um, neutral good. And I don't know whatever it is. Yeah. 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 But like chaotic good, like he's chaos, but like, um, oh, it's like lawful good, uh, lawful evil, chaotic good, chaotic evil, neutral good, and like whatever. Yeah, chaotic neutral, yeah, evil or true, something like that. Neutral, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, anyway. But like he's like a character that should just be like, he's like the Joker in, Bat- in Dark Knight. Like you don't want to know too much. As soon as he's like, oh, the reason he's a the Joker is because he was, yeah, you know, PTSD from Iraq. And yeah, you're like now, like don't tell me that. Just let him be. Yeah, just let him be like this force that doesn't get explained. Yeah, yeah, so much more interesting. Yeah, because then when they started doing, yeah, his he was getting divorced and he was going through. Yeah, Ar- the character of Ari, Ari Gold started getting divorced and going through therapy, and then I guess I didn't mind the him getting his own agency and that kind of stuff. But see, yeah. all that could have been for um, a spinoff show. Right. But I right. Know. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. It's fine because they added to the show. Cause then Ari is that guy that gets um, E uh, Vinny and E and the rest of the gang, the jobs and stuff. And so when he's all fucked up, it's puts them in, in a, in a, in a shitty position. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, that song, that show went on for way too long because then he just kept yeah. repeating the cycle. Our, uh, Vince is doing the movie. He's out of the movie. No, he's doing the movie. No, he's doing it. Yeah. And then he does it at the end of the season. And then it comes back. The movie is good. He's doing the movie. He's out of the movie. He's doing. Uh, 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 yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, I don't think they ever focused on like anything all that interesting of like after the Aquaman season, that was like the perfect. That was like the perfect season, but then like after that, it was just like, all right, I don't know what what are we doing? And yeah, well, they try to give everyone uh, like a storyline. Turtles getting yeah. some vodka. Vince is on that show, the four towns or the five towns or whatever it was. So yeah, uh, he's doing more of his own independent agency and stuff, um, and it all culminated into some. It all went into a movie, and that movie too was just like. I remember I <laughs> I went to the theaters to see this. I went to the cinema oh, to see no. it. I was a big Entourage fan, and like and I know, me too. I but yeah, but by the move, by the time the mo- it's one of those TV the movies from a TV show that comes out way too late. Yes, exactly. It was like way too long after the the show had been done. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, it was like 2010. Like the show started in like 2003 or something. I think and then so, I think yeah. the movie came out in like 2010 or 2011. And by then it was like, it's so drastic how much like the culture has changed. 2015, that, like, that movie came out. Oh, yeah. Even worse. Yeah. yeah. Way worse. Because yeah. like Obama then, was already president. Culture, it makes sense right. if Bush was president. Because I feel like, as I, I think I was telling you, I, I think that era was the nadir of American pop culture. Um, so it makes sense. But like. Like Obama was president, like we were on the comeback a bit, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was Obama's second term. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah, like it was just such a different time. It's like I always call that time like 2003. I love that time period 
like in the you know just looking back on it is very interesting to me because mm-hmm. it's just like axe body spray maxim mm-hmm. magazine yep this is all entourage like yeah yeah you know in a blender and like <laughs> yeah yeah and then when you go to 2015 and people are like getting canceled for like you know all this for like being sexually you know misconduct and all this stuff sexual misconduct and everything and you're just like yeah this entourage show ain't gonna fly man yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like it's not okay anymore <laughs> yeah 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 especially yeah, two and the, and chicks the, and the, well that first <laughs> shot in the entourage movie they're on a big ass yacht and it's just like tits right in your face on the big screen like right multiple you're like uh uh, uh a bare breast and then and then also and then and then i love the writing is terrible but because vince had and, and at the end of the season vince got married and all that and then how they start off yeah. the movie it was like yo vince i thought you were married and he was like no i got a divorce the marriage lasted like 12 days here's my divorce yeah. party and it's like okay <laughs> okay all right you guys just just you know, open just, up that loophole, huh? Yeah, basically, yeah. Somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah, That's exactly. The, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It didn't, you know, I'm not even sure if the show ages well. I mean, it probably does. It's just There's like, some aspects, just I like, guess, you know. Some aspects of it age well because it was just a fantasy. It was basically yeah. just like a fantasy of like cool Hollywood shit and seeing what it's like Mm -hmm. and it's awesome it was awesome but you know you take that a couple generations past and you're like eh, maybe it's not that interesting anymore Mm. yeah so yeah i'm I'm thinking i I think it's one and done i think i've only seen it once that entourage movie and that was it not going back yeah no need to no 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 what else you watching uh this week i went to the movies i saw evil dead rise um, yeah. I saw with a buddy of mine. He's really into horror movies, and so I yeah. said, "Yeah, let's go." I, I've never really seen any of the Evil Dead's. Really Me had neither. no interest in him. I've seen clips and stuff, um, and um, this was fine. Um, I, I wrote a review for it, and if I was a fan of the Evil Dead movies, I think I would appreciate it more because yeah. it's just. A lot of it is homages, <clears throat> excuse me, homages to the franchise, yeah. or just the, the Evil Dead franchise, because um, they they do a lot of callbacks from oh, you know, in this movie they did this same thing and and that and stuff like that. Um, I will give it up. Like the practical effects are really good. There's one scene, and I put it in my review. It's no no spoilers or anything, but someone gets a cheese grater to the back of their leg, and boy oh boy, oh boy like I was even in the theater, I was like fuck, I was like that yeah. looks like it hurt. I kind of like whinged a bit because yeah. I was like yeah. wow wow that's pretty brutal. Um, yeah, that was the one that got me in a uh, tenant when like that was the one that stuck out to me. It's like when somebody gets beaten up or like injured with like a a you know a, a very unusual device it's always mm-hmm. like always sticks out because that because in tenet he's in the kitchen and he's he's like slaps him with a, a cheese grater and you're yeah. like ah yeah. that would hurt so bad yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i guess what is it because you've seen a knife go into somebody's body so many times on, on screen that you're kind of like oh yeah whatever well yeah but yeah because you've also like 
anybody who's used this cheese grater has kind of probably accidentally like cut themselves, grated a themselves little yeah. a little bit and you yeah. go, Oh God, that would suck yeah. if it kept going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well it did. Cause I saw that. And I was like, Ooh, ah, Ooh. So, um, but yeah, the, 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 the ladies who, um, who starred in it were really good. Um, let me pull up their name. Cause I want to give them a shout out. Um, because they were, like I said, I think they're, they're two Aussie actresses and um, Lily Sullivan and Alyssa Sutherland. Um, they were really mm-hmm. good, especially um, Lily Sullivan. Um, I think she's on Vikings or something like that, or she's on a, a bunch of other kind of stuff. But yeah. no, no, it's Alyssa Sutherland. She's the one that's on, on Vikings. She started off as a model and then she obviously mm-hmm. is doing now movies and acting and stuff like that. But she was really good because she has to, she, she's the one that gets possessed and she like, has to play it, you know what I mean? Like as a yeah. has to play it like a demon, and all and that. She's like really creepy, especially when and you probably seen the trailer when she's in the bathtub or when she's climbing on the walls and yeah. shit. So yeah, it's really, really. She was really good. She really stood out. Um, but yeah, it's it's just blood soaked, it's full of blood. Everyone, I mean, and, and I think and that after because after I left the theater, I went and did like a timeline of the Evil Dead's, just kind of reading up about them and you know it's that's very much a staple of the franchise where just the blood like you you know you somebody's head gets cut off or something and it's just like gallons of blood spraying on somebody's face um um yeah i don't uh would i recommend it like i say if you're a fan of the series yes sure as just a, a standalone horror film there's not i wouldn't say there's anything i would say that's particularly unique of it because it's a possession i mean you can get that in the exorcist i thought the exorcist I, which i saw this year for the first time for the first time hmm. yeah i said i saw that in the theaters too with the same friend he, like i say he's into horror films we saw it no we saw it in uh, october of last year for halloween because they yeah. do in this theater around the corner they do all the halloween movies yeah so i saw that for the first time um so i thought and and, and i left and i said after watching the exorcist for the first time, I was like, you know, I didn't feel like it was scary, but it was, I was, it was upsetting. <laughs> That's how I described yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, it's unsettling. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's uns- yeah, upset, uh, uh, unsettling and upsetting. I was like, Hmm, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just doesn't yeah, make I mean, me feel good. <laughs> so yeah, it's, that was one of those ones that like, it took me forever to watch. And you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's weird. It's one of those movies where it's like, You've seen it parodied so many times. Yeah. And I think parodies were like movie parodies were so much more um I don't know. They're they're they were so much more done back in back when I was younger. Like like TV shows would do them more mm-hmm. and like movie other movies would parodies scenes from movies more yeah. and like, like the like Simpsons the MTV was like Awards. famous for it. Yeah, The Simpsons was like crazy with it, but like yeah even the MTV awards would always do like the parodies were like the things you look forward to for a little while, the yeah. movie awards. Um, and like the actresses, one of those movies that were like, they parodied it so many times that I felt like I saw it mm. and like, I knew, I knew all the stuff mm-hmm. and I watched it, you know, and it's also one of those movies where I was just like, I don't want to watch it, man. Yeah, I of course. Cause it's scary. Like, it's one of those, like, remember those like old school ads? They were like, remember yeah. it's just a movie. People have fainted yeah, yeah, in yeah. this movie. 
yeah and but it's like oh no it's just a movie <laughs> like yeah it's, it's those are actors up, and actresses yeah. and stuff she's definitely wearing makeup she was yeah. possessed by the devil it's, you know no, what it was really after watching it was i i went on a bit of a linda blair tear um and i thought she was really good in it so and you know she yeah. always it's not like you know i don't know it, she, it seems like she didn't have like a career like a jodie foster where it was a child act actor and then did yeah. other stuff more serious stuff and academy award nominations so i think she was right. nominated for the actresses but she went on maybe to do more like b movies and stuff um, and I started going through and trying to watch a lot of her other stuff that she was um, that she was involved with. I I I got my hands on, on this movie. Oh no, I have to think about the title. But it's basically like a revenge movie um, where I think she. Oh, it's Savage Streets. Yeah, that's it. She, um, a friend of hers, gets like. Um, sexually assaulted and then it's okay. basically kind of like uh promising young yeah promising young woman revenge. yeah yes as a revenge flick yeah so I, I started watching a little bit of that to get um to to see that because i don't know i thought she was i thought linda blair was really really good in that in in, in the exorcist so i want to see some other work of, of hers and stuff so yeah, um, but I got that on my um, on my I don't say queue my list on my movie list and I'll check that out. Mm. You know what I saw because we were just talking about parodies and stuff and then brought the Simpsons and this is one movie that I saw the parody the Simpsons parody way before I saw the real film because I just saw the film this mm-hmm. week on television Cape Fear. So Cape Fear, yeah, I was just talking to you about this, wasn't yeah. I? Yeah, 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 yes. a couple weeks okay. back. Okay, you just saw this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just saw this this What'd week. What do you think? Um, it was I watched it. I was yeah. watching it when I was talking to you about it. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I have it on Blu-ray, but then it was on TV and it just started. Yeah. So I said, I've been meaning to watch it. I'll just watch it right now. Um, it's wild. I mean, I it's it's funny because I've never. I've, I don't think I've seen De Niro in a performance like that, like that. Yeah, kind of out of control, particularly at the end. Um, that accent is. I mean, everyone's doing an accent in that movie, um, but yeah. it's. <laughs> I jokingly was thinking I was watching it and I was like well Nick Nolte did send him to prison for 14 years I was like Max Cady's kind of the hero of this movie <laughs> <laughs> like he's just getting he's just getting a little bit of retribution yeah yeah no but obviously he's a abhorrent person yeah. you know right. um, but yeah I, I, I enjoyed it it's it's I liked it then the Scorsese aspects of it are pretty apparent there's a lot of um Am I am I wrong to say like quick zooms in zoom ins and stuff in that film? Right. Yeah, um, a lot of movement. Yeah, which is typical of Scorsese. Um, how do you say it? Scorsese or Scorsese? I think it's Scorsese. I think he would say Scorsese, but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I think it's Scorsese, but I've always said Scorsese, and I, I think that I don't know. I think yeah. that's what it is. All right. Um. And um. Yeah. I I, I enjoyed it. Um. There was one thing. Yeah, De Niro's just off off the hinge, especially at yeah, the end, he, man. Like he's a little nuts. And then he gets burnt or something. Yeah, he gets on fire and he's basically like two faced for the like the last five minutes of the of the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. But um yeah, I yeah, I thought it was good. The only thing that I would criticism I have is like sometimes the sound design was really off. Like like there'll be kind of a jump scare or that that's that score where it's like Ooh! 
it was making really yeah. loud at times. I was like, it hmm. seems uh, unnecessary, but uh, I don't know if my TV was like blasting or it had it too high or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I would recommend it. So I haven't seen the original one. Um, I'm sure it's not as wild yeah. as this one. So no, certainly not. Um, yeah, I just watched it. I, I'd seen it before, but I watched it the other day because I heard about it, and I was just. I just remember watching it and be like, it's a weird movie because it's like, um, so Scorsese had was about, was going to direct Schindler's list mm-hmm. and Spielberg was going to direct Cape fear yeah. and they just like switched. And then Spielberg was like, I'll produce this Marty and this will be the most money. This will be the biggest hit you ever made. And it was at the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. it was the biggest hit he'd ever made, which is like, first of all, crazy for spielberg to be like dog watch this and and second for to think that that's the biggest hit he made a movie that's very it's like dark and not like that doesn't scream hollywood fair to me it's like mm-hmm. you know Ileana douglas gets her face bitten off oh yeah that's another part like, yeah like, yeah when he's crazy. like on top of her is that the part you told me because i remember we we're talking yeah. about it and you were like you should watch it because there's one part that's like pretty disturbing yeah, that was I was very okay. disturbed by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like because he like really he, takes a chunk of her cheek off. I know. Yeah. And she's into it to the point she's like she's like first of all she's way too drunk and she's just yeah. First, it's just it's I, I was watching that that's the scene right before when they're at the bar and they're drinking, and she's just feeling shitty about herself because Nick Nolte apparently like stood her up and yeah. he and De Niro is basically saying like I just got out of prison and like yeah. I'm basically a psychopath and she's just like yeah. he almost like plays the same character like, in Goodfellas where like when yeah. Joe Pesci's like you fucking move I'll fucking bash you and she's just like yeah. oh my god he's like, so he cute. means it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and I love that woman's reaction because that's great <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah he like handcuffs yeah. her and then just takes a big old chunk of her cheek off her face i was like oh god yeah yeah that's that's a crazy crazy scene and then like the big the real the other disturbing scene is obviously when de niro like puts his thumb in juliette lewis's mouth who's i mean you know juliette lewis now but like that's when she was very young yeah um she's playing like a she's playing playing 16 in that movie but she wasn't 16 i think she was 18 no she was 18 but still you know, after you've seen him bite the cheek off some lady, like him putting his thumb in like a 16 year old girl's mouth is like extra disturbing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy movie. Um, yeah. De Niro's like on firing on all cylinders. He's definitely like, yeah, it is. I've never really seen him be that crazy. Although I haven't seen angel heart. Where he, uh, have you ever seen Angel Heart? No, I just, I just, so okay. I just got. I'll show you this. This is the the dust cover. Speaking about Back to the Future, I got this book at the market oh, cool. the other day. Five hundred and one yeah. must see movies, and they just break it yeah. down into different categories. And I just read about Angel Heart was in there because I'm just skimming yeah. through the pages, and I was just reading about it, and I said, oh, I should probably check that out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you need to, but like, uh, <laughs> I re- I just remember having it on once. Like I turned it on once, fell asleep, and then it was still on when I woke up, mm-hmm. and it was just this really loud part of the ah. Mm. But like Robert De Niro, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess if you're ever gonna watch it, but mm-hmm. Robert De Niro 
uh, he's playing a character named Lewis mm-hmm. the whole time. Lewis. And he's, you know, very uh, Lewis. Kind of, yeah, Lewis. Lewis. Uh, he's playing a very kind of like evil, malevolent character until at the very oh, end. Oh, yeah. He's, well, I read the fucking his, book. Is, he's the yeah. devil, right? Because I read yeah, the fucking thing. Is, is Lewis Suffer. And Cypher. I was like, is it Lewis Lucifer? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you I read, know? Yeah. Ooh. Well, I read the synopsis and I was like, it's so obvious. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not, yeah, it's, it's very on the nose there. Yeah. Um, so he's the devil, but yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> You're like, are you the scene one? He's like, wait, Lewis Cypher, are you the devil? Mm, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you figured it out. <laughs> you won this round. Um, but yeah, it's a really unhinged, uh, De Niro performance in a way I've never really seen before. I can't think of another one that's like that. The only thing I close is that with that the, uh, the domestic scene in uh, Casino when he's kicking. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I forget her name now. Fucking Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone out of the house and he's like, "Get your fucking yeah. shit!" And all, that, and all that, which is interesting because, like. He, he it shows that he has it in him. I wonder why he just didn't do more of that kind of stuff. Now he's like De Niro's, like more calm and really collective. Yeah. And Pacino's the other way. Pacino's the one yeah. that's like, ah, yeah, because I'm think a Pacino fan be- of man. Yeah, Pacino at the beginning of his career. I mean, obviously with Michael Corleone, the most uh, really most famous <laughs> one. He's just so controlled and yeah, quiet he's and stoic. Yeah, and now Pacino, especially speaking about. Italian actors playing as devil, but in uh, Devil's Advocate, he's you know on eleven, you know. Which, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, Pacino's the one that's going like going, you know, over the top with it. She's got a right ass. Oh boy. <laughs> are you? What are you? What are your thoughts on Heat? Have you ever seen Heat? Yeah, I've seen I've Heat. Never... I've seen maybe yeah. once or twice or something. I have to go back. I have it on Blu-ray here too. I just got yeah. that. But I have to go back like- to watch it because, um, uh, yeah, it's it's just been a while since 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 I've really seen it. I don't- the thing with Michael Mann movies, I've seen. I, I was watching Public Enemies with Johnny Depp, yeah, uh, the other day, and there was something else I was wanted to take a look at. Fuck, there was a Michael Mann movie that I was just thinking about, and I was like, oh, I didn't know it was directed by him. But I watched Public Enemies the other day, and one thing about with Michael Mann, I don't I, what I've seen or what I've noticed from his movies. Like whoever's doing his sound needs to like tone it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like it'll be a scene, it's very quiet, and then all of a sudden gunfire happens and it's just like super loud. Yeah. And I have to turn it down. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on in this house? So, I think that was like one of the things, especially in heat. Like I think that's one one thing he's like I could be wrong, but I think he's going for in that like he wants bullets to sound like they actually sound like you okay. know, I he, he wants it to sound loud as fuck, like yeah. When you shoot somebody, a gun is really fucking loud. Yeah, um, sure, but but I mean, Michael Mann's not like I don't know. I he's just not one of my guys. Yeah, uh, like never really has been. I can't even think of like what my favorite movie of his is. I like Collateral. I'm not even sure if I've seen one straight through or like. I mean, I've seen Heat straight through, and I like Heat, but I don't like. It's just not like. He's just not my guy in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like what other movies Thief. he's done that I've Thief. I haven't. I I have somewhere, but I, I haven't seen. I haven't watched. It. I've only seen like some clips, like the diner scene. Um, 
Uh, oh, cape. I saw Red Dragon. Not Red Dragon. Um, Manhunter. Okay. Yeah. The original Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah. I saw, which was I was watching and I was like, I forgot the name. It's not William Forsyth. It's uh, no, William it's Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. William Peterson plays the, if you've ever seen Red Dragon. Yeah. William Peterson plays the Edward Norton character. But the movie is so 80s that it's like, oh, yeah. my God. That's the thing about Michael Mann movies and especially the 80s ones. I'm like watching them and I go like, yo, did everybody rip him off or was this the vibe? Because like his movies, like they're they're very 80s with the music, like synthy and like pretty dramatic, like neon shots and stuff. And like a lot of. If you watch watch Manhunter, if you get a chance, you'll okay. you'll know exactly what I mean. You'll know exactly what I mean. Um, but anyway, like, uh, yeah, I just don't know how many of his movies that I like love, love, and like I've seen The Insider, I think, um, and I Lost watched Public Enemies. I haven't seen that. See, yeah, because that's that. the one I was thinking about. I was reading that, that book I was just telling you about. I was reading that. Yeah. Last Mohicans, and I was like, oh, he directed that? Because it just seems so out of his typical yeah. style because it's not like a crime, crime movie. Yeah. And all that Ali, shit. I've seen. Ali, I like. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. Miami Vice, I like. Well, I don't remember I, Miami Vice. Yeah. There's the thing with the one thing with Miami Vice I always remember is there's a uh, like they do a drug bus at the end like the third act or something and this motherfucker gets shot with a shotgun and I was like yeah. yo that seems like legit like because he yeah. gets hit with a shotgun and he get, he just flies back and I was like yo that's the coldest yeah. shotgun kill on a movie I've ever seen in my life yeah it's like that's how it looks in yeah. real life um he did oh that's the producer. Public um, enemies, collateral, inside. Public collateral, enemies, yeah. I, I, yeah, I like collateral. Um, I don't think I ever finished it though. I remember watching it and being like, "Tom Cruise is great in this," mm-hmm. and that was one of those movies where we were talking about digital versus yes. film. Yeah. That's definitely digital. That's digital. That's yeah. and it's early digital too. Yeah. What what year was that? Two thousand four. Yeah, that's like early digital when they just started using it, and that yeah. was like because it captures light well at night. And that was like one of the big things, but it definitely looks like digital. Like, yeah. Um, you. One thing about public enemies. I remember, I remember being excited for that movie because I bought the book and, uh, okay. yeah, I, I bought the book years before they ever made that movie. Whenever it was like first published or something, I saw it in the paper, uh, hard cover. And I was like, that looks interesting because I read, the, the back jacket and stuff. But the thing about that book is like, it's almost a comedy. Like mm. the, the book was about how like inept the FBI was when they first started mm. and like about how, like how many mistakes they made. But the movie is like deadly serious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, I was watching that movie. I'm like, Oh, like you guys, <laughs> like you guys are doing your own version of this. You're like, this is about something else completely. Cause the the book was like they were like fucking Keystone Cops or something. It was like yeah. the, like the FBI was like whoop, 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 like messing up all the time. Okay, really? Like in what? Yeah, way? It, was, it was just like it was just about like you know like they would just do police um, investigations completely wrong. Like they would mishandle evidence, and they were just like you know like just be asleep at the wheel kind of stuff. Mm. I don't remember anything specific, honestly. I'm doing a bad job, like, 
uh, articulating my point, but it's like, it was just, it was just like they caught the wrong guy. And while the other guy was robbing the bank, just like stupid shit like that. Mm, Okay. And it was like much more of like a funny story than like, than what ended up being the movie, which I was like, Oh, okay. That's weird. Um, yeah, but yeah, a lot more serious. Christian Bale. You forget Channing Tatum's in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I do. And this is like, what's his name? Johnny Depp and uh, what's his name? Tom Edgerton, not Tom Edgerton. Jason Clark. Joel? Oh, Jason Clark. I guess the him one. And yeah, I know. Joel they're both. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of the same guy. Yeah, they are both Australian actors. They, you know, like yeah, they're almost like the same. There's there are always actors that people will confuse. They're like, oh, is the same person? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as far as Michael Mann, it's like, I, I mean, I'm not necessarily waiting for his, uh, his Movies next movie out. all the time. Yeah. Even though he does have a Ferrari movie with Adam driver coming out. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Adam, Adam driver. Yeah. Go ahead. What's up? I was going to ask you what you think about Adam driver. I think he's good in everything. Mm. I think he's good in everything. He's not like, it's weird because he's a guy with pretty good taste, but I also am not like running out to see the next Adam driver movie. Yeah. I, but I do feel like if he's going to be in it, he's at least going to be good in everything. Right. So I'm um, looking at his stuff now. I'm thinking he's in Lincoln. I remember that he has a small part in Lincoln. He's a small part. He's worked with everyone at this point, almost everyone at this point, except like Tarantino and like Paul Thomas Anderson, maybe. I was going to say, Fincher. I was going to say he didn't work with Spike Lee and it was like, yo, yeah. Black Klansman. He did. <laughs> yeah. Black Klansman. Yeah. No, but like he does, and he's rumored to be. I don't if it's probably at this point, so it's already done. But like, there are rumors that he's in final talks to play Reed Richards. In the oh movie yeah, Fantastic I heard Four about movie, that. Yeah, which makes sense. And then people were like, in Reddit comments, were like, "Why would he want to do this?" Is like, he just got off Star Wars. Why would you want to do another big movie like that? And I was like, "Dog," because yeah, it's Disney, and it's also like. If you look at the choices he makes, it's like he does these three Star Wars movies, but in that same time, he's doing like nine, like three Jim Jarmusch movies, four Noah Baumbach movies, and then like Francis Ford Coppola's like epic dream movie that he's been wanting to make for Mm. years and years and years. Like he does those movies so that he can do like the smaller movies that like maybe have more substance to them, I guess, or like are less, they're probably more critically, um, received well may have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, and he only works with like good directors. He basically, it seems like he picks stuff based off the director, like Ridley Scott, Michael Mann. He's been in Spielberg stuff. He's been in Scorsese. He was in silence with Scorsese. Spike Lee's he did, um, uh, I mean, a bunch of Noah Baumbach movies. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he makes good choices, even though like the movies aren't always great, but like he's always good in them. Yeah, and um, I don't know, man. I think yeah. he's, I think he's really solid. He's like a weird. He's such a. I remember when he first showed up in Girls. Yeah, and, like the first scene I ever saw him in, <clears throat> I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Cause he's so weird looking, like mm-hmm. it's almost nor- his face is almost normal now because we've seen it so much. Yeah, that's when he right. first showed up, I was like, "That's a smoke odd looking dude I've seen." Yeah, because his face almost looks like it's uh, not symmetrical. I think that's what it is. Maybe I think that maybe that's what it is. It's very he does just look like a normal guy, but like 
I don't know. And I remember when he um, he's Kylo Ren in the theater in the first the the Force Awakens. Yep. And he like takes off his mask, and it's supposed to be like, oh, he's like this beautiful young man. Yeah, yeah. And everybody in the theater is like, mm, not that beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get what you're going for, but that ain't that ain't the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be like, I'm oh my at, gosh, he's I'm, devastatingly I'm, handsome. Yeah, no, no, I know. <laughs> I'm looking at photos now of him and. He's, he, he needs to grow out that beard because he grows that facial hair. He looks more like, uh, yeah, like a real, like a real dude. Yeah, so it's he's, he's, he's kind of yeah. like if you told him if you were like that's Keanu Reeves's cousin. Yeah. Like, okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that could work. I could see that. Lately, I've been because um, I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I was just like, man, I'm so plagued by. This idea of, um, I am, it's like an obsession now of, um, Tarantino was talking about how he got Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. He's like, it, the thing was, it's like, it's, you, you gotta, you gotta find the guy, you gotta find the Rick Dalton and, and the Cliff Booth. Like it's gotta be the perfect combo Mm -hmm. and Leonardo and Brad Pitt were the perfect combo. And, but that was the thing he was looking at Tom Cruise for Cliff mm-hmm. Booth at one point, I think, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe Rick Dalton. I don't know. So I always go like, who would have been the other one then? You know what I mean? Like who the other looks one of one. who like if Tom Cruise was playing Cliff Booth, then oh. presumably it wouldn't have been Leonardo DiCaprio. Who would no. have been the Tom Cruise? And I'm like, sometimes I go, would it have been Adam Driver? Like, would it have mm. been like I don't know. Like who makes sense? It's gotta be like because if Rick Dalton's like a TV star who's washed up, it would presumably have to be somewhat, like somewhat older. Yeah. Like someone, someone's made the thing for Robert Downey Jr. But I was like, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Cruise. I don't, maybe, no. I don't know. But like, who else makes sense with, with Robert De- or with uh, Tom Cruise? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it would have been Brad, but as the Rick Dalton, it could have been. Oh yeah, yeah. that could have. Yeah, the interview with the vampire. Yeah. team up. They were so yeah. good together in that movie. Yeah, yeah, they are really good in that. Um, who's another? Who's another guy? Would have that? been. Would it have to have been like a '90s star? Yeah, I just said Rob Lowe, but he's <laughs> being a Tarantino. Yeah, movie. I don't know. I don't know if he's. <laughs> He can be the lead in that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. No, like, Tarantino it. brings people back. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think as Rob Lowe is like that. Yeah. Nothing against him, like as a really great, uh, like that kind of like thespian. Also, he has to open a movie up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in a way that Leonardo DiCaprio can. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Because I think Tarantino went into that thinking. Because I've seen him on an interview. He said, this is the best like on screen combination or duo since Redford and, um, and Newman. Yeah. So I think that's the way he goes into it. So if you yeah. think with that, it was like, who would be Tom Cruise's Newman? Yeah. Or Red. Or well, Red, yeah. I guess Red Tom Cruise would be the Redford in that situation. Who would be his Paul Newman? Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anybody. Like, I mean, just like, I can't think of a face that matches. Unless it was Leo and Tom Cruise, which would be interesting. Yeah. 
But one's significantly older than the other one, right? I don't think so. I mean, not much older. Tom Cruise and, and Brad Pitt are probably the same age. Yeah, for sure. So Tom Cruise six. It's the hair. The hair for me is what's like what does it? Because I'm like, all right, who like if Leonardo's like kind of a blondish whatever, and Brad Pitt's kind of a blondish, then like Tom Cruise is who is like the dark haired guy. Mm. That would make sense for Tom Cruise. And like you try to think of like a young actor on Leo's level, and it's like there's nobody. I don't know. Maybe a sh- what if it was Sean Penn? <laughs> Sean Penn would be fucking funny. Sean Penn and they did taps. Yeah. Together. Sean Penn's interesting. Sean Penn could do the Rick Dalton. Yeah, he could yeah, that's what I mean. washed up actor. Yeah. Yeah. That might be it. Yeah, and he's, a, and he's a legit actor too. Uh, yeah, he's definitely, of course. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, I can see that. Like, put compare those two faces. Sean Penn just needs to lose a little weight in the face. Yeah, he can look like a more of a Tom Cruise kind of guy. He's doing that crying scene with uh, the little girl, and <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he could definitely do that. And he looks, you know, he makes Tom Cruise look good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's it. All right. Let's get this done. <laughs> settled. <laughs> it's settled. All right. We figured out that mystery. Yeah, exactly. A Hollywood mystery. So what so you're watching that again and then and that's what you and that's what you're thinking about? Yeah, I was just kind of obsessed with that. Um the idea of that of like who would be the other the once upon a time in Hollywood of once upon a time in Hollywood. Like mm. who could have gotten the role of those two. But yeah, I think about that sometimes. I watch movies and I'm like, who would have been, um, if they'd recast it now or, or whatever, who would have, who would be in this, uh, who would be in these in these roles now? Um, there was something I was thinking about the other day. I can't really call. I mean, one of the more famous ones was like Back to the Future. Who would? Who, I mean, I've seen the internet saying, "Oh, it would be great if it was Robert Downey Jr. and um, Tom Holland." As those roles as Marty as the doc and the uh, dog. Yeah. And I'm just like, I guess. Because yeah. they already worked together on Spider Man, so they kind of right, yeah. have that rapport. But I just don't see RDJ really going with big. the white hair. Well, I'm just going big, <laughs> you know? No, he wouldn't be going big. He does he would do his Robert Downey Jr. thing where he's mm-hmm. sort of kind of like under his breath says stuff, you know. Yeah. Um I was just watching Zodiac too, um recently with Robert Downey Jr. I always, I almost always forget he's in that movie. Right? He just shows up as Paul Avery, and he's just like, you know, the last guy was here. Um, you know, last cartoonist was really nice guy. He's like, I've been here for nine months. Oh, have you? Like, Robert Downey Jr. is like a little his patter, his quips that made it into Iron Man and yeah. have permeated the entire MCU. Yeah. I think I mentioned it last time, babe. You want to see RDJ coked up? Watch U.S. Marshals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> U.S. Marshals. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, that's a oh, good boy. one. Oh um, boy! I was thinking this morning. What was a better this duo? What, where, where? What movie were they better in together? Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Were they better in together in Goodwill Hunting or Dogma? Goodwill Hunting or Dogma? I think Dogma because they had more scenes together. Goodwill yeah. Hunting, they have like couple moments and it's not really like they have a couple moments but it's not really dogma is the two of them 
together. Dogma is very good. Yeah. I think it's very good. Yeah. And it's like Ben Affleck's up everything. Like, yeah. One of Ben Affleck's best performances. Um, Matt Damon's really great in it. Um, the concept's so original. It's like, and pretty thought provoking and like interesting about religion. It's like, I don't know, man. That's a really good movie. It's lost a little bit because um, it's owned by the Weinsteins. Mm. So like Harvey Weinstein literally, it's like, I don't know. He has the rights to it and they can't even put it out on Blu-ray or anything because it's just, he just owns it and mm -hmm. they can't get it away from him basically. So it's a little bit lost to time, but that's a movie that's like deserves uh, some, some more shine. Yeah. Some more recognition. Yeah. I was just thinking about them because them too, I forgot, especially that airport scene where they're sitting there yeah. and then that, um, that boardroom scene. Yeah. And it's funny because, Oh, there's when Ben Affleck's, um, he's basically like pontificating to the executives and then Matt Damon's, I forget what he does. He interrupts him because he's he cutting sneezes. up the iron. No, oh. but there's something where he interrupts yeah. him and he goes like, dude, let me, let me. He's cutting up garlic or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, and then he interrupts him and he, and Matt Damon's like, well, well, get to it. And, and Ben Affleck's like, well, let me finish. You know, something like, like they have yeah. a little tit for tat. And I was like, oh, that's, it's, it's just really, it's just, it's just really good. Have you seen air? No. Oh yeah. That's another one. No, I haven't seen that one the new yet. Movie with them. Yeah. I haven't seen that either. Yeah. I heard it was basically like money ball without the sports. <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. Yeah. It's probably about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll check it out. I heard it was, it wasn't bad. But yeah, um, I just I just haven't seen it, and I'm not really that inclined to go out to to watch that one. Doesn't particularly grab me, but if I go to the theaters and that's playing, I'll I'll definitely sit down and watch it just to see something a little bit different than the typical you know action adventure super superhero or horror movie that I've been watching as of late. So it sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's about it for this week. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, anything sounds else good. To we say? talked about it. we talked about a lot. We talked about Ninja Turtles. We actually, the Ninja Turtles trilogy probably deserves its own episode. Quite oh frankly. yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the first one the movie OG wanted, one. Yeah, the first, and I mean, I I could do a deeper dive into two too, um, and three to some degree. Three, I don't even remember that well. Mm -hmm. um, I'd have to. I'd actually have to watch that again. And I've tried to watch it recently, and I was like, yeah, I don't. I don't like this movie. Yeah, at all. yeah. I did the same thing. It was on Netflix, and I tried to put it on. I was like, "Nah, it's not. It's a little bit nah, it's too much with this European colonialism." I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. like we're Shredder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's you're uh, claustrophobic. <laughs> you're fist, fist in the mouth. mouth. I never looked at another guy. <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> Great underrated joke that I never understood yes. until much older. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, one movie I do want to talk about because it was like uh, definitely a movie that we saw a lot later in life, much later in life, but Scarface, 1983. Oh, yeah. Scarface. We've got to talk about that. There's a whole list. Whole list of movies: Scarface, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Plenty. 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 I'm trying to think. But of anyway, the, 
Um, what else? I'm, tr- I'm basically trying to, trying to think of like all the movies we had on like VHS, basically. Yeah, but it's not even that. But it's also stuff that we've seen tons and tons. So like I mentioned in one episode, yeah. we had all the movie channels. So there was a point where yeah. motherfuckers were just like just plain, plain movies all all the time. There's one I I, I, I kind of want to do one. It's, it's not just one movie, but it's a genre of like the stalker movies, and one in particular like the um, the babysitter. Not the babysitter, the crush. The crush. That's the, the crush. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. And Alicia the whole, like, not only Olivia Silverstone, I mean, Alicia Silverstone had a whole era, but like the crush um, and that whole genre of um, of movie, like Fear. Speaking about Kate Fear, right? Um, yeah. Because of Stalkers and stuff. And Swim Fan was another one that kind of was lost in, in Lost in Time. So, um, yeah, swim fan. That's so funny because that's like a 2003. Like everybody, that was one of those. Then it was one of those that we talked about where the premise is more famous than the movie. Like swim fan, you're like, oh, that's stalker. Like that's yeah. what that means. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That was when it became. She's a swim fan. Yeah, but yeah. I remember with the with the crush. I just it, it will always rem- uh, uh, stick in my mind because we were watching that. It was on TV when we had like the little like tube tv in our room <laughs> and yeah, i remember yeah. there's one scene where she's setting up um uh the guy and um i forgot the actor's name but she's setting up the guy and what's happened is it earlier in the movie alicia silverstone's character has um oh, it's carrie elways she's carrie, carrie elways oh yeah. my god i All saw right. him in this uh, in the remake of uh fucking what's it called is it black christmas i just saw like a couple of years back God, that's a that's a bad movie, man. <laughs> that's a bad one. <laughs> that was I was really disappointed. I was like, yo, what what am I watching? And also he's in Saw and stuff. But anyway, I'm digressing. She steals a condom because he Carrie always sleeps with his adult girlfriend in the movie. Yeah. So Alicia Silverstone steals a condom and then I guess places puts it in it in, 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 in inserts it in her body <laughs> to set him up yeah. and then <laughs> you, you don't remember this but then carrie I, always yeah i think i remember this red um oh, fuck the great um kurtwood uh, smith kurtwood smith is the father he gets carrie always arrested robocop is one we got to speak about um oh we do have to speak yeah, about robocop um and so he gets arrested and then carrie always is in the interrogation office because i've never touched her i never touched her and then this cop i think even off screen goes we found semen in her jack (laughs) (laughs) and as soon as that line hits mom from the other room goes what are you guys watching (laughs) (laughs) a courtroom drama (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so funny yeah yeah that's why i'm really grateful that we like we got to watch stuff that you know, yeah. we didn't even really have a lot of guidelines, and obviously, we're not like criminals and shit. But yeah, we're not, like we we never had we never had a lot of guidelines or like um, restrictions on on movies that we yeah. that we were watching because I don't know. I'm, I'm now sounding like Clint Eastwood, but like this new generation is all fucking ugh. yeah. Well, I mean, I would say even like our generation is like we watch stuff that was like more uh sophisticated or more mature mm. for our age. Yeah. And so there's like a certain understanding we have of of things like that's, you know, 
maybe there's like a little bit more of an emotional t- intelligence in some ways about mm. certain things. Um, like, I don't know. I don't know how many kids saw vanishing when they were like, <laughs> like 10. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's like a bummer of a movie. I'm like, wow, people are evil. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, I, you know, I don't think a ton of kids see something like that. And like even stuff like, you know, like to Wong Fu or something. Yeah. It's like, I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, oh, like, you know, you have, um, you have, you, in the birdcage and stuff like you just get like a, a sense of like, like transgender people or gay people or whatever. You look at them with more humanity than maybe some mm. other people who like haven't seen something like that. Like yeah. that to Wong Fu, as you know, you could call it like a silly comedy or whatever. And like, you know, it's Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo who are, you know, not trans, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that probably did more to help, you know, a lot of people understand it better than like some dramatic movie about trans people really like a real serious, solemn movie about trans people like, like trans America or something. Right. Yeah. It's like some like courtroom drama or like some very solemn movie about harassment. It's like, yeah, that was, you know, it humanizes people more when you see stories about them like that. Yeah. And, and one I don't thing, know if everybody. No. And no, then and speaking about that, like birdcage and uh, to Wong Fu, um, as even as a child, you recognize the ignorance people in those films. Right. You understand yeah. what I mean? Like you when yeah. Tuan Fu, when um there there's a scene where Patrick Swayze gets pulled they get pulled over, a cop kind of tries to um grope him. Um yeah. or grope Patrick Swayze's character, and you realize like that cop's a dickhead and like the attitude right. that he has is it's is wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. um, even, and even as a child, I was, I, I understood that and, uh, right. you carry that on with you. And then what was the, oh, the birdcage? Like, you know, that Gene Hackman's character is pigheaded <laughs> because, right, yeah. you know, and, and then also yeah. in the birdcage, you see it's, it, and, and some people will criticize, oh, they're kind of stereotypes, but they're also, you see them as a couple, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just right. dealing with the fact that it was like, and like Nathan Lane's character is right. He's like, why do I have to hide who I am? You know? Right. So, um, yeah, super, yeah, super, yeah, super you, interesting movies. That's what I love about movies. They just, it's the humanity. It's, you know, it's, it's what connects people to, it's what you, what connects you to other people that you don't know or will never meet. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you know, international movies are like that all the time where you watch the movie and, you see a person who's so far removed from you having this similar experience or like you have an emotional investment in them and they're going through something in the movie and you see it and you understand it and you can feel it. And then you, you just get a broader understanding of like the world around you. Mm. I don't know though. I just like fucking fast and furious movies. (laughs) (laughs) There's a new one coming out too. So of course there is. Yes, of course there is. I think it's the last one as, as they advertise two parts, I guess. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I I saw the trailer and like everybody's back this time. And then, you know, everybody's in the trailer. Even the people that died, Han, I guess died like five times already. Yeah. I thought he died in Jason Statham killed him. Right. Probably now Jason Statham's back. Everybody's back except The Rock. Yeah. And then the like Rock. 
the last person shows up and it's like Charlize Theron. Hey, remember me? And John Cena's, what do we do now, Dom? I was like, oh, I haven't even seen that movie. And so I guess they're friends now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. They, what they need. Okay. I don't know. Well, I, you, you know, you know, my prediction, I had my prediction years ago and it was somewhat right. I knew they were going to introduce. Yeah. It came to pass with, I mean, it was a different actor, but that's fine. So what my, I, and this was recorded in 2003. What is it? Uh, April 29th on my end. Um, they're gonna do. They're gonna have to do a reboot. Eventually, we'll do a reboot of the Fast and Furious with like Fast of and course. Furious, the new generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who's gonna be in it? I don't know. I'm gonna throw a name out there. Jenna Ortega would be in it just because that sure. would be her franchise. Like, she would yeah. do the other. Like, she'll be the Dom. No, I wouldn't even say Dom. that. She would be maybe more of a Letty character, like the badass chick. But okay. what I mean is, like, she that would be her franchise in the sense of. She gets to do all the other movies, but she's going to be in these, in these, in these movies. And, um, um, and maybe she'll be the main character, but like, it'll be like a Letty character, you know, maybe she's Letty's daughter or cousin or something like that. Yeah. So I can see Jenna Ortega in it and then other, other, you know, other people, I'd like to see a Justin Smith in there, but, um, yeah, it's going to be a reboot. And then the next one, they're going to have to introduce even some science fiction kind of shit where, it's not even a real thing that happens. I don't know. Like you got to make up like they make up, they got an extra boost of Nas. This is Nas, not, not Nas you X, know, Nas X, like nitrous, <laughs> not, not nitrous oxide X 19 where, I mean, the car goes in to, to like light speed or something. It's just like, it's just too incredible. Yeah. Like it's, it's a too, super, it's super car, something like that. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, I always, I have a prediction later down the line because they're both properties owned and, and we can leave it like this. We're own, uh, properties owned by, uh, is it universal that owns them? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I think universal owns, I'm pretty sure owns uh, Jurassic park and um, fast and furious. Mm-hmm. We're going to see Cadillacs and dinosaurs. I don't know if you remember that old comic. Oh my and that gosh. Old, wow. <laughs> that cartoon yeah. from back in the day. That's but, the way to go. Yeah, I can see that. Cadillacs and dinosaurs, if people don't know. I mean, it is what it sounds like. It's yeah. a bunch of it's <laughs> I mean, a bunch of street racers be- in a world inhabited by dinosaurs. So Yep. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Um yeah, I, I would like to see more franchises just like turn into different franchises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, I don't know if you watch Cobra Kai. No, not you ever really. Seen Cobra Kai. Yeah, no, it's not, not really. yeah, yeah. It's like it's fine. It's good. I, I enjoyed it. I I don't think I saw the last season or all of it. Anyway, but like, it's basically Karate Kid: The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. So basically, the Karate Kid's daughter and then like Johnny Russo's um, son and uh, some some other kids like start becoming Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. And and Miyagi Do, so they have like two warring gyms, karate dojos. So the kids of of you know Johnny and Ralph and, um, Ralph Macchio like become karate students, and then face off and stuff. And they're all in high school and beating each. One season ends with like a huge fight in the school where all the kids are doing karate on each other. Anyway, my point is, 
uh, I was like, oh, this should just turn this into Power Rangers. Like the last episode, <laughs> they just like knock over Rita Repulsa's shit. Yeah, yeah. And then they just have power. And then you go like, yeah, because I just watched them learn how to fight for five seasons. Yeah. And now they're just Power Rangers. Like yeah, they yeah. just need powers. And yeah, like, yeah. let's go. That makes total sense now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then just reboot Power Rangers. You got a whole, you know, you got a whole new franchise going, baby. There you go. There you are. And then you bring the Ninja Turtles in there. Yep. And then you got it. Bring back Beetleborgs. <laughs> yes. Bring them all back. And then you have an in, in Infinity War. Yeah. Kind of. Style yeah. thing. Yeah. Yo, the, and I mean, we'll get off Beetleborgs real quick, but I do got to say <laughs> this. Like, Beetleborgs is the most, like, if you watch that show, you're like, the reason they came up with that show, there's like they went in the warehouse and like, what costumes do we already have? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do we got left? Cause, yeah. Cause they're like Zordon for lack of a better word was like an Elvis ghost. I made no I always sense. thought he was like, he looked like a Jay Leno ghost right. kind of thing. Right. It was like, they had that costume and they were like, you're using this because it's cheap and make it work. And they were like, all right, um, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll find something to do. Anyway, anyway, that's enough for this week. I yes. Think. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> off into a whole different. Beetleborgs, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, where can people find you? Yes, people can find me um, um, uh, all over the place, all over the place. Uh, my my. Uh, basically all my socials are Joel Esquire, DRO underscore ESQ, Twitter, Instagram. I've been posting up some reviews of the movies that I've been watching. Um, I've just been doing them in haiku just because a, it's just saves time and it's more of a challenge for me too, which I'm finding I enjoy. Um, and um, yeah, if anyone has any uh, film suggestions, um, just want to talk about movies, just, throw them my way um i'm happy to um, listen and chat about movies and and all that um other than that i don't have any other side projects going on at the moment but that might change so yeah mm. Mm. interesting uh christianduraincomedy.com for all your christian duran needs christian duran svp on instagram race the movie the play uh, we are opening our off-Broadway show. It's a slapstick parody of Oscar bait white savior movies. Uh, it is uh, what scary movie is to scream. This is to Green Book. Tickets are on sale now. It's a hilarious show. Um, we have former SNL alumni Dean Edwards as part of the cast. Uh, Brett Raybould. A whole slew of really talented people, and it's a really, really funny show, and I uh, I really hope everybody can come see it. So please get tickets. We're running through the entire month of May at Soho Theater in New York, Soho Playhouse in New York City. Hmm. Please get your tickets. Did you say Race where people can buy the, the tickets? RaceTheMovieThePlay.com hmm. for all your Race the Movie needs, and tickets are available on that website. All right, guys. Thanks so much. See you later. Bye. Bye.